What up? Streaming live from the beautiful FTJ Studios. It's your host, Addison, man. Welcome back to a Monday edition of From the Jump. Oh, my goodness, man. So much sports happened over the weekend. We got so much to talk about. A lot of NFL games. You already know I got to unpack this NFL Sunday. You know I got to unpack it. But we're going to start off today's show with some huge shout out. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes going crazy yesterday. I mean, going crazy yesterday in that big win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, shout out to Patrick Mahomes in that huge win yesterday. We got to give a couple more shout outs. We got to give a couple more shout outs. Shout out to Sam Darnold for getting a huge win against the Broncos yesterday. The Bengals are 4 are and 1, actually, by surprise. They, beat, they defeated the Dolphins yesterday. The Panthers. And the Giants, we'll discuss. We'll discuss the Giants in that and that debacle right now. Pat Shermer, Odell Beckham. We'll get into that. But let's start out today's show talking about the Steelers and the Falcons. And I think the most important game, I believe, of the entire NFL slate yesterday was the Atlanta Falcons versus the Pittsburgh Steelers for two reasons. One, the Falcons, while yes they won a game this season, have been struggling and really have been struggling ever since that 28 to 3 collapse in the Super Bowl. I think we all have to just admit that that collapse really just destroyed the Falcons. And oh by the way, losing Kyle Shanahan to the San Francisco 49ers really has not helped to this point. I, I, I like Steve Sarkeesian, but he just isn't getting it done. I'm, I'm sorry, he isn't getting it done. And that defense is awful. But the reason why I thought this game was important yesterday was because, again, as I said earlier, the Falcons needed a win, and they needed a win against a signature team. And no other better opponent than the up and down, turn on, turn off, Wi-Fi Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they defeated the Falcons yesterday 41-17 to in a big win. Ben Roethlisberger was 19 for 29, 250 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, QBR 90. He looked like Ben Roethlisberger, the fantasy quarterback that you typically have on your team when the Pittsburgh Steelers are clicking. They're, this is what the Pittsburgh Steelers look like when they're clicking on Madden. James Conner ran the ball 21 times for 110 yards, two touchdowns. He went crazy. Antonio Brown, six catches for 101 yards, two touchdowns. When he's smiling, doing dances in the end zone, which he did the uh, the little 6-9 dance or whatever in the end zone. Hey, that was hot. Shout out to 6 9 Shout out to AB for doing a little stupid challenge dance in the end zone. But when the Steelers are rolling, they're rolling. We know what the Steelers look like when they're rolling. Juju Smith-Schuster catching touchdowns. James Conner balled out yesterday. Ben Roethlisberger throwing touchdowns. Somehow, some way, that defense looked great yesterday, which, again, we'll, we'll give it credit because it held Julio Jones yesterday to five catches for 62 yards. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. The hot hand yesterday was Mohamed Sanu, which I felt like Matt Ryan should have kept feeding Sanu. But the reason why this Falcons offense is as bad as it is, is it's not because of the fact that it doesn't have the weapons, because it has all the pieces that it needs. It has all the pieces. It has one of the game's best receivers in Julio Jones. It has one of the game's best second, I think, you know, Robin-like receivers in the league in Mohamed Sanu. You have one of the better NFL quarterbacks in Matt Ryan. And oh, by the way, you have a two-headed monster in Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. To this point, why this offense hasn't been able to work, I don't know. But the reason why I'm going to guess this offense hasn't worked is because Kyle Shanahan no longer is there. And two, just like the Philadelphia Eagles, the Falcons got away with their bread and butter. The Falcons got away with the exact thing that made them successful, which was running the football. When when Kyle Shanahan was there with that offense, 
They made a concerted effort to run the ball with Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. Devin Coleman had anywhere between 10 to 15 carries, and Devontae Freeman had anywhere between 18 to 20 carries. Two years ago, Devontae Freeman was one of the best running backs in the football. We were saying his name up there with the likes of Adrian Peterson. We were saying his name's up there with Zeke Elliott and Le'Veon Bell and LaShawn McCoy. We were saying Devontae Freeman's name up there amongst the elite NFL running backs. We can't really say that definitively nowadays with Devontae Freeman. And that's sad. And again, I don't know what the Falcons should do at this point. I, 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 I really don't know what has to happen. Again, I think Dan Quinn is the right guy. That defense is awful. They're missing tackles. They don't want to tackle anybody. But come on. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, Matt Ryan, and you can't figure out the offense? Something has to give. The first person that got to go is Steve Sarkeesian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, I'm not going to give all the credit to Pittsburgh because, again, Pittsburgh is so up and down, as Antonio Brown said in this clip. He said all of my touchdowns, all of my catches is from him, and that's my guy. I live and die with him. No, the Wi-Fi was lit. They, you know, when the Wi-Fi is working, they own. And today the Wi-Fi was lit. Two touchdowns, AB dancing in the end zone, the Wi-Fi is lit. But when you got games when they getting beat, and you know they can't put up points, and, and you know now everybody pointing the finger, you know that's what Pittsburgh's gonna look like. So again, I don't want to give all credit to Pittsburgh. I want to give I want to give credit where credit is due. Pittsburgh defeated the Falcons yesterday. They put an ass whooping on them. But again, I know how Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh's very up and down. But now coming up next on From the Jump, we'll talk New York Giants football. We'll talk Odell Beckham, Pat Shermer, and that Eli Manning drama that they got going on up top in New York. And on today's edition of the wrap-up, find out which NBA teams I will be covering for the 2018-2019 season. Stay tuned. It's From the Jump. Reporting live right now in the FTJ studios, man. We are going up as we speak. Hey, do your boy a favor right now, man. Go follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, all that at From The Jump with the A, not an E. A lot of people be typing in From The Jump. No, 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 no. It's on the West, you feel me? It's From The Jump, F-R-O-M-T-H-A. J-U-M-P, all one word, man. We on YouTube, we on Instagram, and we on Twitter. Tap in with us. But now, a lot of games transpired yesterday. Quick score update from all the NFL games yesterday. The Steelers defeated the Falcons yesterday, 41-17. Chargers over the Raiders, 26-10. The Redskins and Saints play tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Monday Night Football, the Colts. Lost to the Patriots Thursday night, 38-24. As we all know, Tom Brady throwing 500 touchdowns. Shout out to the GOAT, Tom Brady. And, of course, throwing a touchdown to Josh Gordon. Hey, Patriots may have some there. Tom Brady and Josh Gordon. Stay tuned. The Jets defeated the Broncos yesterday behind a strong Sam Darnold performance. Shout out to Sam Darnold. You dig the Broncos at some point going to have to find a quarterback. John Elway 
Something gonna give, brother. The Bengals yesterday and Candy Arm, Andy Dalton defeated the Dolphins yesterday, 27 to 17. The Panthers defeated the Giants yesterday, 33-31 in overtime. The Chiefs, as I just said, defeated the Jaguars, 30 to 14. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, quietly defeated the Packers yesterday, 31-23 in an important NFC North game. The Browns, the two two and one Browns, Hugh Jackson, Baker Mayfield. The story continues. They defeated the Ravens yesterday, 12-9 in overtime. As you know, that offense, ugh, I don't even want to get into the Browns, but hey, keep winning, I guess. Just win, baby. The Bills defeated the Titans 13-12 yesterday. The Cardinals over the 49ers 28-18. Rams over the Seahawks 33-31. The Minnesota Vikings went into Philly yesterday and defeated the Eagles 23-21. And the Texas shootout last night, the Texans outlasted the Cowboys 19-16 behind a hell of a game by Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. Man, shout out to both of those teams. But now, now one of the more important NFC games yesterday was between the Carolina Panthers and the New York football Giants. Now, this game ended yesterday in overtime. Of course, the Panthers defeating the Giants 33-31. As we all saw, Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, Pat Shermer. We, we all know that situation, and we'll get into that. And now, I, I'm, I'm going to start off with Carolina first. And Now, Cam Newton and the Panthers didn't look great yesterday. I'm not going to lie to you. They didn't look great. However, against the football giants, anybody typically is going to look good. Now, Cam yesterday was 21 for 35, two touchdowns and two interceptions. He had a QBR of 27.8 yesterday. Like, Cam Newton's QBR was awful yesterday. However, they made plays when they need to. Curtis Samuel made plays yesterday. Christian McCaffrey made plays yesterday. DJ Moore made plays yesterday. This Carolina offense, somehow, someway, in certain situations, especially at home, can somehow, someway, always find a way to get the job done. And Graham Gano hit the 63-yarder, which I think was, I think, tied for, like, the longest in the league to this point field goal to lose a game. Now, if you're the Giants and you lose a game that way, that's one of those games that I could really have gone at 50-50 because he misses that kick, you then get the ball back, you score, you win the game. He makes the kick, you lose the game. Now we have this Pat Shermer, Odell Beckham, and Eli Manning drama, which is going to lead me into my point as to the reason why I feel like the New York Giants should get rid of Eli Manning. And the reason why the New York Giants should get rid of Eli Manning is not because of the fact that Eli Manning is all for Eli Manning isn't a good quarterback. Because I think to this point, I think we all can agree that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, say what you want. Like, for one, he has the last name Manning. So that alone is going to get him in. Two, he has two Super Bowl rings, which we saw on the biggest stage. Eli Manning made plays. Mario Manningham and David Tyree. Must we talk about those at nauseum? Of course, both times the Giants defense was Hall of Fame worthy like defense. Let's be clear. But we did see Eli Manning make plays when it counted. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Flasco Burris. He did catch a touchdown in Super Bowl too, if y'all don't remember. But now, the New York Giants have an issue. Now, this started with Odell Beckham having an ESPN conversation with Jonas Cena Anderson, which, by the way, well, shout out to Lil Wayne, shout out to Odell, and shout out to Joe Cena Anderson. Hell of an interview. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out on ESPN. It's a great one to go watch. But now, in this interview, Odell Beckham was extremely candid about the New York football giants in a way that I had never seen before. Take a listen. I mean, it has to do with the energy that we have, uh, that we don't bring every single day. Playing with some heart, like, we, we just need to play with some heart. We're only one in three. What? How come we can't throw the ball for more than 20 yards? How come we don't attempt or try to throw the ball for more than 20 yards? Um, those are questions that, that we have to figure out. Now, after watching this interview, a lot of people, a lot of pundits had a lot to say. Odell Beckham's selfish. He only thinks about himself. But let's be clear here. Odell Beckham Jr. plays wide receiver. 
He's supposed to be a diva. He's supposed to care all about himself. He's on an island by himself. Growing up, when we played wide receiver, wide receivers were across from the play. At the end of the day, you just had one job. Either you block and or you run a go, slant, whatever the case. Now, Odell Beckham is right. When you watch the Giants football, there's only two or three routes that Odell Beckham typically runs. It's either a comeback, it's either a deep post, or it's either a slant. There's no go routes with Odell Beckham. There's no zigzag routes. You see the routes the Rams run. You see the routes the Falcons receivers are running. There are a lot of other teams in the NFL with crazier offenses than the New York Giants. And it's sad because of the fact that you have Saquon Barkley. It's sad because you have Sterling Shepard. It's sad that you have one of the best talents ever to play this game in Odell Beckham Jr. And every single Sunday, Sunday in, Sunday out, it's an issue with getting him the football. And that issue comes back to Eli Manning. Now, I don't want to sound super passionate about this, but I am. And the reason why I am is because of the fact that for years now, the Giants have been bad. For years now, the Giants have been bad. Yes, they would have had that 11-5 and five year a couple years back. But again, remember, their defense was one of the best defenses in the league that year. And by the way, their offense happened to get hot at the right time. But we saw when it came down to it, when it came down in the clutch, when it was time to go play the playoff game in Green Bay, the Giants were nowhere to be found. That was when, of course, Odell Beckham and the media made the whole situation by him going to Club Live, Lil Wayne, Justin Bieber. You get what I'm saying, which, by the way, it happened to be deja vu that Lil Wayne happened to be in the interview with Odell Beckham Jr. with ESB and Josina Anderson. So I thought that was kind of deja vu, if you will. But that is the Giants' problem right now is Eli Manning. And I know this year they probably wanted to draft Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or one of these hot quarterbacks, but they had to get a running back because they knew well, we have to be able to run the football. And maybe they just thought, maybe, just maybe, Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, we asked Saquon Barkley, somehow this thing could get going. But it just hasn't to this point. And Pat Shermer's comments about he didn't like what Odell Beckham had to say. Damn it, Odell Beckham was right. This offense sucks. This offense stinks. We know at the end of the day, you can't give Odell Beckham the ball every time, but he's right. You got to get him at least 15 to 20 targets. You seeing what Antonio Brown and the Steelers are doing? You're seeing what the Falcons are doing. He's seeing what the Chargers are doing. He's seeing what the Rams is doing with these other offenses. And the Giants offense has the potential to be one of those. But at this point, with Eli Manning at the helm, that's not going to happen. So again, the Giants are going to be bad another year. Dave Gettleman, they got to do something with this team. Otherwise, it's going to be over before they even really get the season started. They're already 1-4. and four. And again, you're going to have another year where guys shut it down and quit. I thought that Giants defense was going to be better this year coming back but that defense is awful they don't want to tackle nobody seems to be enthusiastic Eli Apple isn't good they, they gotta do something I love me some Landon Collins I think Landon Collins can ball but this Giants team is bad and at the end of the day Odell Beckham is right they gotta figure out something sooner rather than later now on today's edition of the wrap-up every single year I typically take multiple teams in the NBA and I cover them and I typically make videos about them podcasts I typically will post about them on social media every single year. So now for this year, the three teams that I'll be covering will be the Golden State Warriors, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Atlanta Hawks. I elected not to do the Los Angeles Lakers because I know that there will be a lot of other pundits and a lot of the other people that will be covering the Lakers this season. So I will not be covering the Los Angeles Lakers. The same thing for the Boston Celtics. I will not be covering the Boston Celtics as well, of course. Any big games, any notable games, any breaking news, any information, of course, we'll talk about whether or not it's the Lakers, Celtics, or whoever. But as far as the Warriors, the Atlanta Hawks, and also 
the Philadelphia 76ers. I will be covering all three of those. So definitely be plugged to my social media to always find out the different news and post about those teams. And also listen in for the podcast and also on YouTube for the videos because I will be reacting to a lot of those games. I'll be talking about a lot of those games this year. So you definitely don't want to miss those. But we live right now in the FTJ studios. Follow your boy on all his social media at From the Jump, man. I follow everybody back, man. But it's your boy, man. We out.